Alrighty, guys, welcome to the fourth episode of the podcast. Leading it off, kicking it off, batting number one. Yours truly, Anthony. To my right, I have me, uh, batting number two, Jensen Hunter, uh, batting number three, Christian. And it turns out the Astros don't wear any socks, whether it be red or white. What's going on? Welcome to the DeLunatic Show. Let's get it. Yeah, so. We're a little late on this one, but it's all right. We're going to make up for it. We uh, are currently in a uh, situation. We'll start it off with the Packers. They play tonight against the Arizona Cardinals. They're on a six-game winning streak. The Cardinals on a seven-game winning streak. Um, <clears throat> six and one versus seven and oh. No, uh, no Devontae Adams. No Marquez Valdez-Scantling. No Alan Lazard. Alan Lazard. No receivers uh, that I know of that can probably catch a ball. Maybe Amari Rodgers from Clemson. Tanya, can't count him out. Yeah. Roberto a- a- Tanya, no. Aaron Jones, too. This guy gave me a real fast. Yingling. Yingling. Traditional lager. It is a great beer. We're going to try way. it out. It's goddamn Chinese. <laughs> and it's one of the oldest breweries in America, actually. So it's an American beer. It's actually pretty good. So for the Chinese listeners, my bad. <laughs> but yeah, no, uh, hopefully the Packers can get the dub tonight. We got nobody out there. Go ahead and call in um, Antonio Freeman, Donald Driver, and Greg Jennings to put the fucking team on your back. And let's, let's go. Let's yes. get this dub. If they need somebody out there, I'll Wes Welker that shit and go to Arizona and <laughs> also, catch, a um, and catch some passes. I will say to, to, equal out, to equalize the playing field, no DeAndre Hopkins. Or maybe, okay, no, DeAndre Hopkins is playing. He has a hamstring injury. He might not play. Definitely no J.J. Watt. That's yeah. kind of huge for the defense, but they are getting Chandler Jones back for the game. So, yeah. I heard J.J. Watt is my lucky alpha season. He got hurt his shoulder. Because, like, with Houston, he had broke a back, hurt his neck, broke elbow, broke uh, foot last time. He got Asia Prime. Who is this? This is J.J. This is, he's listening on J.J. Watt's <clears throat> injuries. The, the guy's a... Uh... Just an injury prone prick. Yeah, I mean, I mean, honestly, guy, it's kind of crazy. It's just like of a football player. It's just, uh, you know, uh, why would you go and trade for him, knowing his injury history? I mean, obviously, there's some high upside. Look, what but he the brings, downside though. for that is obviously uh, way, way higher. I mean, look at Julio Jones with the Titans. Exact same situation. Yeah. Shout out to AJ Brown. Oh but he yeah, finally, no. he's finally alive. We, uh, old boy, had a good game. The Packers and the Cardinals tonight. Oh, um, that beer is actually pretty good. Um. There is no trick-or-treat this week because we actually have a treat for all Texas Tech fans. Ooh. Matt Wells is out of there. Adios. He gone. Muchacho. I don't know how to feel about that. Hell of a guy. Really, really nice guy. Just couldn't win the games. Um, was it 13 and 17? It, 7 and 16 in the Big 12? Yeah, Poor and, guy. And, and, and let me reiterate that. He's a great person. We need a winner. 
But in college football or anything that has to deal with competitives, you can be the best person in the world. But if you don't deliver on the field, then it doesn't matter how good of a person you are because your your kindness isn't going to get us any wins. How good of a person isn't going to get us any wins. Our program is in shambles. Matt Wells, yeah, you might have been a good person. You're not a good head coach. Uh, good luck wherever you go. And, yeah, man, the, the end of your tenure. So There's only, what, two and a half years? It should have been. Yeah, uh, we, we shouldn't even had a, a, a half, honestly. He should yeah, have just been two seasons. They were quick instead to pull of, the trigger on that. Yeah, on instead that. of them keeping Yost, they should have just fired both of them. Yeah, and what's kind of and what's kind of you know, Cumbie's in a tricky situation. This is his first year in, loses the head coach. Yeah, they still got two more years to to pay the guy. He left TCU to come here. There are supposedly what I saw on Twitter is there they interviewed um, Jeff Trailer. They went down to uh, San Antonio and had an interview with them since they don't play this week. So. That's yeah. what somebody tweeted out. I don't know how true it is, but you know, if they're already looking for that guy or they're looking for that guy, their guy, what you know, does Trailer keep Cumby? Does Cumby stay another year, um, or does he let go? You know, that's kind of a shitty situation too because he left, packed up Fort Worth to come to Lubbock, and I think that was Wells's guy. Wells wanted him here. Well, yeah, they they needed so. to find somebody after the Yost thing. I don't even know if that was a Wells guy. I think that was a. Uh, uh, the regent call, like a board of regent thing, they, they decided they wanted to bring somebody to try to sell some tickets for football, which, I mean, you couldn't give those tickets away for free for people to go to those games. And they thought, by, you know, by bringing back an old uh, tech quarterback, Sonny Cumbie, that they would drive people to the stands. And mm-hmm. and honestly, man, uh, people just uh, – we're just so used to being let down that we'd rather just stay home and watch the games where, you know, we can just turn off the TV or switch the channel and hang out with our family at home. And so – um, the whole Jeff, the whole Jeff trailer thing. Um, I think I honestly believe he's leaning TCU. Uh, it'd be awesome if we got him. I see the things that he's don't, doing down in UTSA, and uh, you know that's that's really cool. But I think he's leaning TCU here. Um, I don't want Graham Harrell. Um, he hasn't shown anything as a yeah. coach, and he has he has no head coaching experience. Mm. Look at uh, Cliff Kingsbury. I know he's having great success with the uh, Arizona Cardinals, but I mean. It's a it, we're comparing apples to oranges. If you're talking about college to NFL, he doesn't have to recruit in the NFL. He can just acquire um, already NFL player uh, ready players. So, you know, apples to oranges there. Uh, you know, I kind of want somebody that has experience in the uh, at a collegiate level, and they're uh, you know they're they're not from a big city, but they're from a city that understands football, and and that's what you got to understand about when you're bringing somebody to Lubbock. You can talk as much crap as you want about how the city looks, about the dust, whatever, the dirt. This city lives and breathes through football, and we had that during the Mike Leach era, and we need somebody to resurrect that fire because if, if you guys have – I don't know if you guys are Tech fans or not, but you need to go back and look at that that playoff run that we had during the uh, during basketball. This city is full of gasoline. All we need is a spark, and we're ready to burn. True. And um, that run was beautiful, one of the best teams Tech's ever had, so – uh, we're ready to bring that to football. We just need the guy, and that's the thing. Who is that guy? Well, because uh, I've been working on it, Twitter or Instagram, all that stuff, those social media, because, you know, our bro's dad and his son born out of Texas, and then his son went to Baylor to make the best uh, office in Baylor, went to Arkansas office corner, had the best office. Uh, I know Chris says those big names. 
I see whoever wants to take a job in Lubbock be football coach. I said I don't care. They when they went to win, we we waste those young talent, talented. Sorry, talented. I will say this: the uh, the 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 tech board is probably like. Uh, sorry, man. I heard that from in the <laughs> headphones. I, I was drinking a beer and it kind of came up. That's my bad. I'm sorry. It sounded like a, it was a frog. Yeah, maybe that's a sign that Jeff Trailer is going to the frogs. No, nah, uh, that's a sound of obesity. That is. Friend. That's the sign of diabetes coming up your throat. Um, but honestly, um, I think the the board saw that Tech had like really no more winnable games on the schedule left, and for you to fire a head coach uh, midway through the season, especially with a winning record goes to show you that they didn't have a ton of confidence in this guy going into the season and you know shout out to all the uh, ESPN <laughs> analysts for saying how dare tech fire a head coach midway through the season like you guys don't even know who we are you guys are just acting fake outrage because you guys see a head coach being just, fired halfway through the season come on <clears throat> they're just using our name for fucking media yeah and just for content that's all it is but you know uh yeah I don't know I don't know man that's it's tough I wish uh, Coach Wells and his family nothing but the best. Thank you for your tenure here. Um, I think I would have been okay if he would have won the games he should have won. You know, that one year we lost to Kansas and then losing to K-State like we did this year. And, you know, some of those games that we were close in that we lost to, we lost to those teams we should have won, kind of bit bit ourselves in the foot, you know. I don't know. They just kind of – Just a small-town guy just – uh, just he just needs small town. Uh, you go from U- Utah State to here, and it's just kind of like, oh, you know, what he did at Utah State, you know, and I guess it was the Mountain West Conference. I don't know. Yeah. You know, the success he had there, he was able to turn around a program like that, and then come to a Power Five school in the Big Twelve, and you know, Kirby Hocutt and President Skovinick and the Board of Regents trying to, you know, interviewing him, thinking, oh, well, he did this at Utah State, maybe he can do this here at Tech. Yeah, evidently it didn't work out. So nothing but the best. Wish you the luck, my man. Uh, the last coach we fired ended up going to the NFL and is coaching an NFL team that is seven and zero. So, you know, hopefully, hopefully he'll have some luck. Maybe he'll become the OC or something for Nick Saban and turn his career around. No, uh, Nick Saban's really good at that with coaches Lane Kiffin, uh, Will Muschamp. I don't know if he was under Saban or not. Um, Kirby Smart, you know, down at Georgia if he's still at Georgia. But, uh, yeah, hopefully we can get us a head coach that comes in here, um, knows the state of Texas, and is willing to um, sacrifice some of paradise to come to hell, as some would describe. Shout out to uh, Tommy Tuberville, fucking douche. Called us, uh, what do you, you say, we're, we're like Iraq or Pakistan? Like, we're, we're just, he compared us to one of those countries, and it was like, man. Well, your wife drives like she's a GTA character, and yep. she thinks uh, pedestrians are the sidewalk, so... Kudos to your wife. Uh, she's a killer. Um, and I think Tub- shout I think out to Tub- Halloween because that's what she belongs to. Yeah, yeah. I think Tuberville, I might say, he's probably low-key racist. Fuck the guy. I don't care. But, but uh, yeah, enough uh, about who, that who do you guys? Who do you guys want to see as the head coach for Texas Tech? Uh, either Trailer. Football. But, I mean, I, honestly, at the same time, if you think about it, Trailer is one of those that he's turned UTSA around. He's, uh, if I remember correctly, they're 7-0 and this year. Um, he coached at Gilmore High School, which they were three, 3A and 4A. You know, back and forth, and I think he was there 15, 16 years, won three or four, maybe five state championships in that in that uh, 3A, 4A um, division or area, and, you know, kind of turned them into a powerhouse. I don't know what his record was. It was like 100 and 
what, 70-something and 25, or I don't know. It was for high school football, it's really good. So he knows the state of Texas. He knows how to recruit. Um, you know, he's really, I would say, well-known in the high school athletics, so in the high school rankings. Uh, you can't go wrong with Cumbie, or not Cumbie, but uh, Sonny Dykes. Sonny Dykes' dad was a coaching legend here. Um, so, you know, Coach Dykes and what he did in 13 years, he was here from nine, 1986 to 1999. You know, he, he did what he did, and he's kind of a legend here. Um, I hope that, you know, what he's done at, what, SMU? I, are, 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 I think they're ranked, aren't they? Uh, I think so. And they're 7-0 and as well, and he wasn't too hot at California. I think he was 16 and 41, or I don't know what it was. It, it was bad there. It was terrible the years he was there. But he ended up turning around SMU, so, I mean, who knows? I mean, I guess those are only two viable options, I feel let, like. Let, because I don't see, see Jeff Levy leaving. I don't see uh, old boy from Clemson, their defensive coordinator. Oh, yeah, I heard about that. He was roommates with uh, Kirby Hoka at Kansas State. Oh, he I might actually leave. See uh, him Clemson leaving. sucks this yeah, year, so it, it's rough over in Clemson. I mean, but uh, let, let's say let's 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 live in a realm of possibilities. Let's say like bring right back now, Leach. Let's say that they <laughs> pay the they, man his money. Uh, they hire Jeff Trailer. They hire um, or they not they, they they interview Trailer. They interview uh, Harold. They interview uh, Gary Patterson. They interview uh, Coach Boucher's. Um, it's uh, me, Coach. Your daddy. We're back to. <laughs> That sounded more like Whitey from uh, Tigers. Let's say you interviewed all those guys. Out of yeah, those, out of those annoying. guys, who would you want to be the next Texas Tech head coach? Mike Leach. Okay, you can't get Mike Leach. We're never we getting Mike to. Leach uh, in an we alternate got, universe. Got, Texas Tech is ranked number one. We're competing for Natties. It's not this universe. Mike Leach. Regardless, we got a guy named Cody Campbell on the Board of Regents that's sitting on the board right now, interviewing these coaches. Supposedly is what uh, Kirby Hoke has said. I looked up the guy on Google. The dude's a fucking billionaire. So that guy can throw 1.2 or 1.6 million at Mike Leach, pay off the debt that Tech is supposed to owe him. And I would say, if you want to be relevant, make him maybe a top 10 paid college coach. Never gonna happen. I know, but that, that that's my that's my wish. Now to answer your question. Honestly, I'd probably if if we didn't have to go Cliff if if we didn't have that experiment with Cliff Kingsbury, I'm all in on Graham Harrell. I like Graham really? a lot. Yeah, he's one of the uh, up and coming offensive minds in college football right now. He's the OC at USC. Um, they're not doing too bad. Oh, I forgot but Deion I, I, I really, Sanders. Uh, he's also yeah, in the mix. Deion, people want him for whatever reason. Deion, I don't know. Deion would bring he would bring excitement, but I don't see him leaving uh, Jackson, State. Jackson State. And he's just too big for Lubbock, honestly. He's just – it would just be – I don't know. We need somebody I, – I don't know. I'd, I'd like to see Graham, you know, Dion would be cool to have here. I, a lot of people would come to the games if it was Dion. But, honestly, I, I'd like to see either Dykes or uh, Trailer. either one of the two. They're winners now. We need to win. So, they're kind of proving it on the field right now So and on the sidelines. What do you think, Hunter? I, I think I agree as they were saying it, – and come out of your mouth. I agree with you saying, but like, I say I'm a huge fan of Grumman Hero. Because Grumman Hero is like a, you can come to any office, do Michael Cattery. Because I think Grumman Hero will have a job here. I'd say not bad, job fit or better fit. It'd be okay fit. 
be head coach if whose name is saying who's I was calling for tip. Uh Sonny Cummy. Cummy. If he stays if he stays it'd be nice. And if we fire our different coach. Keith Patterson's fucking terrible. Three three five? It's not good. I wanna be like three four or four three. What about you, Christian? Uh, for me, they've. I, I mean, I I can go on a tangent about the tech coach. Um, I honestly would like to see. Um, uh, I don't know a big name coach come in, so maybe uh, Coach Orgeron. Am I saying that right? But he has. Don't he have allegations against him though? Does he? I don't I know. That's what I've heard. I definitely don't want any of the Bryles near our, our organization, just because what they're associated with is so much baggage. That I think it would outweigh whatever they're trying to build here. So the Bryles are out of the question. Yeah, and I feel like the Sun. With that whole situation going on at Baylor and Art Kendall, I think Kendall know. I think Kendall knew more about what was going on because he was around those guys' ages yeah. or a little bit older than his dad knew. I feel bad for the oh, dad, yeah. Art. You know, if he didn't know, he didn't know. But you know, Kendall. On the other hand, I he I think he was a uh, some analyst or some type of coordinator there when that, all that was going down. So him being closer to age than to those college kids, I I feel like he maybe he had more of an insight in on it. And for him, for them to mention his name as they'd like to have him as a coach or giving him uh, any clout or nomination or anything to be the next uh, HC here at Tech, no, you got to kick fucking rocks if you support that. Yeah, that's, it's here. just a bad look. It's a bad. It's just bad for the whole program. I think we go backwards in terms of everything. And uh, uh, for an for an ex head coach, it's just uh, it's just it's so hard especially to recruit kids here to Lubbock, Texas, because, I mean, we're in the middle of nowhere, really. And it, it's it's just hard to bring talent here. I mean, Leach did the best he could with what he had. and But that just shows you he's just a good, Yeah, coach, exactly. If you, right. if you make a winning program, they will come. It's like the field of dreams. If you build it, they will play on it. And it's just like that here at Tech. If you build something here, uh, you can see with every other uh, organization uh, associated with sports that they have a winning – they're building a, a winning form. They have a winning recipe, and they're, and they're getting the talent. It's just that with football, man, it's just we're so far backwards that we're we're somehow the Kansas of our of football now. And it's just I don't even know. I don't even know who you could bring in realistically that would turn this program around. I mean, obviously they would need the uh the Cliff Kingsbury treatment with the uh, with four years into the program for them to get fairly judged. Uh you know, Matt Wells got what'd you say, two and a half years? Yeah, he didn't. Got I mean, I mean, look at that. That, that guy's yeah, that guy's mean, leash was. Oh, he's yeah, about halfway short. through. Yeah, that poor guy. So I mean, they they obviously wanted to fire him after the second season, but maybe uh, I guess they wanted to see you know some more samples to to really and, gauge how they they witnessed this out. And but, if yeah. we're and if we're gonna experiment, and you know we got Sonny at the helm, Columbia's played just fucking terrible, man. I mean, he did. Yeah, the last couple of weeks, he's just. He's, he's not just there. not the answer. We signed a kid named Baron Morton. He's uh top. They have that elite eleven where yeah. they take the top eleven quarterbacks in the nation. He beat everybody, and they there. compete. And he was one of the top ones there. And he's one of the highest rated quarterbacks, maybe even prospects, signing to Tech. And he doesn't see the field. I mean, at some point, you gotta just if you're gonna experiment, fucking throw him in there. Let's see. That's, that's right. And I mean, to be and fair, it could be, to be detrimental fair to, to detrimental. He could hurt himself, but yeah. you know, maybe. But I mean, what do you got to lose, man? You, give him a confidence booster. To be fair to his point, if Wells is leaving, is, is he leaving? 
This is the thing, though. What about the kids leaving? Are they going to transfer out? I don't know. Here's the thing. To be fair to Anthony's point, we are kind of some homers on Baron Morton because his dad was the head coach at Monterey High School back when we were going to high school. And, you know, so we, we have we have a little bit of a little bit of some kindred uh, love for Morton because just because we, oh, yeah. we, we, he's, associated with, legend, he's associated with Lubbock. And I remember uh, when I was in seventh grade, Coach Morton came to Evans Middle School at the time, junior high. And I was running my 40-yard dash, and he timed me. And I was, a, yeah, I was in seventh grade. And I ran a 4.98 in seventh grade, broke the seventh grade record. It was a 5.2. I ran a 4.98, demolished it. And I saw that dude had the biggest smile on his face. He had some massive calves. And he told me afterwards, he was like, DeLuna, are you going to be coming to Monterey? And I said, yes, sir, as far as I know. And that was it. And that made me feel proud. And when I got to Monterey after my knee surgeries and all that, at my eighth grade year, man, the guy just was always talking to people. He was always talking to me. I'm not trying to sound like, oh, I was like the favorite. But he was always talking to me, and he was, he was always a positive guy. I really liked that guy. I, re- I really wish vibe. I could have had him as a head coach in high school. Yeah, and, and that's the thing I want to talk about He went on to Midland well. Lee, though, and he did some decent stuff over there. Yeah. I don't know if we're, if we're allowed to say Midland Lee now because now they're Midland Legacy. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Interesting. That's very yeah. interesting. Look but I will Midland say this. Legacy. Uh, my freshman year when I went to Monterey, uh, Coach Morton was still the head coach there, and uh, he had all these other other coaches around him. And that off season for football will probably go down as my favorite off season uh, of all time, because they split us up into units, and we felt like a like a little uh, a little battalion, a little brigade, however you want to say this, a little combat squad. We had guys that we were we we picked out our the people we wanted in our units. And they would help us on competition days. It, it just felt like, it felt like when I went to CA, it, it was I don't know, man. It was a different type, man. And then once he left, it was like it was nothing like when he was there. It was definitely not the same. And I can definitely CA, see his his high level intellect when it came to football and and how to run an organization or a football program. And, he was really one of those. Yeah, like, he was he was one, he was one of those coaches, man. When you see like Friday Night Lights and you saw them working out, yeah, and yeah, that's a you see Coach yeah. Gary Gaines, Coach James Morton was that guy. I literally, and those workouts were yeah. I literally had a coach intense, one time dude. when we were doing mat drills. Uh, coach Escobar, he was this little Hispanic cat that was just he was probably like uh, he's probably a hemorrhoid from the rock that had broken off and then morphed into a person. And this guy was just pure muscle, and he he was yelling at us on the mats. And this guy was dripping sweat. He was sweating harder than us, and all he was doing was yelling. Wasn't he, he was like so ex-military? Intense I think so. But the dude was into it, and he like. I my legs are burning. I'm dying. I'm breathing. But I'm you gasping feed for off air. of that. Yeah, though. and I'm feeding because this guy is sweating with us. He just, just by motivator. yelling at us. That is a motivator. It, right it, was, it was awesome, man. That one of the best off seasons I've ever had. After that, uh, they say the rest is history. But man, hand, yeah. hands down, one of the best off seasons. Coach I've ever Morton had. and uh, Coach so, Rat. You remember Coach Ratliff? I uh, don't remember Co- Coach Ratliff. Uh, black coach. Defense no, coordinator. no, I don't think linebackers no. coach. I think yeah, he, he actually was a retired. Guy. He actually retired. And you remember Coach Parr and his son? Oh yeah, yeah. I had Coach Parr. Parr. He was he was my lead. Yeah. He was like my uh, he was over my mm-hmm. unit. And Coach Parr was awesome. And man. Coach and Coach Pearson was the uh, I think the DC at the time. Yeah, he was. And yeah, that year, I ended up quitting football. I had too many knee surgeries. I ended up giving up on it. I remember somebody at the pep rally though when I was there. They uh, they put a poster up my senior year, two and eight to state. We end up blowing the lead against El Paso. But enough about that. 
High school is good. Coach Morton, I wish they'd give him a, uh, our, our, you know, Coach Mort Morton is a legend himself. I wish they'd give him so his son some PT. Hunter, what do you got to say? What do you, what do you got going on? Uh, Christian and I have been kind of hogging the mic here, so. No, I know. His Talk to us. No, I don't know. What do you got? Was... Barcelona, what they do over the weekend? How they, they win, they lose? No, we lost. We lost, like, four out, last four out five game lost. Yeah, they're terrible. And our measure, been there for two years, he got fired. Yeah, Ronald Coleman, he was a – wasn't he the manager at Everton? Yeah, he was. Suck ass. Yeah, they suck in this. Oh, dude, yeah, go ahead. We got yeah, some go ahead, Hunter. Right yeah, we got something <laughs> to talk about. We're going to hog the mic so again. Go ahead. Nolan go ahead or whoever's about. tuning in to this podcast, you might want to turn it off. Chandler, right I don't now. know if you guys are uh, – I don't know if you're a Man U fan, but – Boy, oh, man. We're, oh, we're about to flame. We're about to flame that ass. Go ahead. No, I heard about ESPN. Now we got. Does say hires? Uh, hire is is Zavi. How you say it? the guy played Barcelona? Zavi. That's the Barcelona wants. He's a tough favorite. For me, I'm not mad. We suck. Yes, we suck. I'm not mad about, mad about it. Rebuilding year. Oh, yeah, it's gonna be rebuild. For me, I heard y'all story about high school uh, stuff because I watched in Liverpool. Just sorry. Uh, man, man, that was a game over the weekend. I remember I was hyped about that. We had a, you know, Tech. Yeah, they got their mouths kicked in against Kansas State. One point loss, but it just felt That's like a it was game. just a humility. Yeah, you loss. guys went to the game, and I, yeah, I just it was knew just that. Terrible. It, I, I, uh, oh, man, no. And uh, shout out to the Special Olympics for the uh, uh, free tickets. My brother competed on Friday. He got a gold medal. And to uh, all the athletes out there that my dad and I coached, congratulations. We are proud of you. We, we, uh, we're very happy to finally get uh, Special Olympics rolling on, again. Yeah. So, you know, we had a good event. It was a good little turnout. We're the old heads on the block now. I wish we could get some young talent, some young blood in there. Please. We'll see what happens. But, yeah, you know, Hunter got a gold medal over the weekend. We got some free tickets from Ashley Pena and Karina. Uh, LPD's finest. Shout out to you, Karina. Oh, and uh, uh, you know what? And Went speaking to the of game, which of Anthony's yeah. Special Olympics, uh, I just want to give a shout out and uh, you know keep him in your thoughts and condolences to his family. But RRP to uh, Art, Artie, oh, Artie. Artie, yeah, RRP Artie. It was uh, yeah. we're gonna miss you, uh, seeing you at track and and swimming. basketball and and especially swimming. Uh, you were taken too soon, my man, and you're 56. 55 and you know it was uh it was fun while we had you it was and um sucks yeah you get to you get to win more gold medals up there man and we we miss you r.i.p god bless you and your family and you know yeah we'll keep and, you and, and, uh, and, and, and you know what and this is for everyone out there uh it's like ferris bueller said life guys uh, life goes by so fast if you don't stop and just you know taken in you're gonna miss it and, and it's really how it is man because just enjoy the small moments because you know you never know when it's gonna be all up for you so for sure yeah. all right off off on a sad note let's go into this tangent about man united yeah <laughs> liverpool went into uh, old trafford and in manchester and said hey all you manks put your mouth on the curb we're about to current stop you Claire, Claire, stop your fucking face. Uh, that was the I, – I honestly saved the highlight video to my YouTube feed. That was beautiful. So I can just watch it because <laughs> not only was it just a complete shellacking of Man United, but what they were able to do at the last 30 minutes of the game, you literally saw our players, like, just taking the piss and just, like, doing stuff you would see them do inside of training drills out on Old Trafford in front of their fans. And it was like a fire drill. 
you just saw so many Man United supporters leaving the stadium yeah, because yeah. they were it booing. Was, that was crazy. It, yeah, was, it was insane. Thousands like, of fans booing, and then to top it off, they know they're getting their mouths kicked in. Yes. And Ronaldo goes ahead and kicks the ball. Curtis Jones is laying on the ground, and the ball's on his stomach. Should have been goes and kicks it. Should have been. So he basically kicked yeah. the ball into his stomach and basically kicked the player while he was down. And gave him a yellow card. So when you see stuff like that, when one of the world's best is acting that way, you yeah. know it's gonna. Oh, it, yeah. it was a long fucking game for that guy. Oh yeah. So oh, yeah, yeah. they man, bottled him up, frustrated him. He had to take it out on a player, and I it mean, was just like, yeah. I mean, I heard you guys talk about Marcella is one of the best player in Liverpool. He's actually shit. He's the one of the best players in the world right yeah, now. Yeah, he's he man. is the best player in the world. For the longest time, it was Messi, Messi and Ronaldo, and they would go back and forth. And he had the occasional, uh, you know, uh, Lewandowski, <laughs> Thomas Mueller, or Eden he's Hazard. He's great in his know? own way, though. But Salah now is the best player in the world. And it's just a great he's a striker, right? right? He's just no, nah. he's just a player, man. Yeah. He's a great, one of the greatest players. He's the greatest player in the world right now. I feel and, like the and best player in the world. You know who was super underrated, and it kind of it kind of peeves me. Henderson, Jordan Henderson, right. exactly. I knew you were gonna say it. you're all about Henderson. That's your guy. That's yeah, like, you see that pass he had, that pass that he had to to solid to lead that uh, his, the hat Beautiful. trick. And I was, and it's funny you were talking about that because after Hunter got done talking, I was gonna hop in and tell him. Most Salah is obviously the man of the match, but one that kind of anchored it and got us going yeah. and was feeding off, and that's the thing feeding off the intensity feeding off someone's emotional vibe is henderson oh, the yeah, captain dude. that pass was beautiful oh yeah did you see that well, real fast did you see that goal by divok origi oh yeah that Preston? scorpion kick <laughs> oh yeah we'll get into that but divok that's is, is such a weird player to me because he, he just like he does it in the cup ties he he's like we he's, need somebody he's big. a polarizing player because he just scores when he wants Unexpectingly. to, but yeah, it's just like, like Divock, we need a goal against Everton. What does he do? He scores. <laughs> hey, Divock, yeah, we man. need to come back against Barcelona. What does he do? Yeah. Scores two. No, I think that was Genie. Genie scored two. Genie Divock scored, scored two. that that wonder and goal. And people slandering Genie and, and, and Petty at PSG, the guy was phenomenal for us. So I don't know. I don't know why they slander that man, but Jorginho Vinaldum, the Netherlands. But... If anybody else makes that pass to Mo Salah leading to his hat trick, like if it was Kevin De Bruyne, oh, Mike, you see that? Kevin De Bruyne did it again. He's brilliant. We're going to put him on the top but, 10. He's, he's ESPN's top 10. He's the greatest player ever. But but if Wayne Rooney does it, oh, yeah. man, the no. whole world If anybody up. else does it other than Henderson, yeah. we're talking about ESPN top one. We're talking about player of the year, this, pass of this, the year. This, this man it has the greatest uh, uh, pass accuracy or the greatest feet in the world, and you're like, what? <laughs> yeah, but because it's Henderson, doing it doesn't this. get highlighted as much. But that pass, chef's kiss. Chef's kiss. Okay, sis, I'm not sound stupid asking my brothers this question. You think Marcella is in Nets or Messi? Because you do about well, Messi, nah, no, dude, negative. no, no. Mo's, Mo, Mo's, Messi was Mo, the next Messi by the time Messi was Messi. <laughs> Mo is uh, the best footballer question. in the world right now. I don't care who you are. I don't care if – I don't give a fuck who you are. Lionel Messi, Lionel Messi, Lionel Messi. He's probably one of the greatest footballers yeah, of I all mean, time. Or is the greatest They try to compare Neymar to Messi, and Neymar's nowhere close to Messi. Yeah, no. Messi. Neymar's not even close to Ronaldo, and Mbappe is not even close to Neymar. And that's just to show you on a scale of how good these people are. That Messi even, is so far ahead along with Ronaldo that you can't, like, you can't, like, it's just kind of, it's just, Yeah, it's just kind of, you know, uh, you're either a Real Madrid fan 
and you say Cristiano's the best the best player in the world, well, you're a Barcelona fan, and, and Messi's the best player in the world. So it's just kind of one of those, you know. But for me, not be, I'm not, I guess, being what, unbiased? Yeah. To me, if I see it talent-wise, Messi. Messi's he's probably the greatest player of all time. Okay, so and I'll, I'll give you this. I'll give you that. Technically wise, Messi is the greatest. Oh, Physically yeah. wise, Ronaldo is unparalleled. Physical wise, yeah, I could see that. Yeah, but look at the size of Messi. That's what I'm saying. Technically, yeah, technically, yeah, wise, I, I he has the yeah, technical yeah, aspect. Right you that. know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, and I will say this. Um, you know, as you and said, the Real Madrid them, and the Barcelona fan. I said from a from just a neutral standpoint, from a neutral fan spot. It was just beautiful to watch both of them play and watch them both at the end, coming to almost to the end of their tenure in soccer. It was just oh, yeah. it's a great ride. It, and what's, it's awesome. And what's and what's shitty about that is La Liga, now they're now they're they're they made a deal and they've done something now where they have ESPN plus now. So now they're playing La Liga games on ESPN and ESPN plus. And I wish they would have I wish they would have did those games when they were there. Yeah, who wouldn't like I wish to they see El Clasico when they had uh, Pepe? They have a young, a younger Ronaldo, Sergio Ramos. They have Luca uh, Modric, Marcelo, Luca Modric. They have uh, Sergio Busquets when he's younger. They have Ser- Andres, did you say Sergio uh, Ramos? Yeah, Sergio Ramos. They have, who, uh, uh, before Courtois, it was uh, Andreas Iniesta. Yeah, they had uh, who was the goalkeeper for Real Madrid? Kaylor Navas and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah they, those, those I mean, teams man, back then when dude, they played El could Clasico. They, could you imagine that, man? Wow. And watching that game. See, dude, could you imagine living in Spain and seeing that game? Oh, El dude, Clasico? The, the could you imagine? Me, yeah, the tension. I see. And I, yeah. And I that's why soccer to me is so much more better than any sport that we currently if have. If I do right have a kiddos, I hope you put your girls in soccer. Oh, yeah, I'm going to. You know, let them. Be fun. And, let and, them and I will say this. Man, can put I go them in soccer, here? go into dance, go into cheerleading. Let them do everything. I will say Same. this. Uh, as a father of two, and especially two girls, very blessed. Women's soccer. Hashtag girl dad. Women's soccer is the closest RIP thing Kobe. to being like considered uh, like a real sport. And I know, don't go and lamb blast me and be like, hey man, that guy's sexist. They, they they do play real sports. I'm talking about women's soccer is taken as serious as like men's basketball, as men's football, as men's baseball. Women's soccer is like it's it's on the cusp of like becoming. Oh yeah. Um, on the forefront of everyone's minds because you know, women's soccer in the United States is unparalleled in the, in the rest of the world we've dominated uh, for the last, like, I don't know. What would you, what would you guys say? Like the last 20 years? Yeah, maybe. I mean, ever since and so, yeah, I want to put my daughters in that because the future in women's soccer is a lot brighter than let's say like the WNBA. They don't even, they don't (laughs) even have a professional league for softball. And that goes to show you that once you get to the collegiate level in softball, there's really nowhere else to go unless you play for the, the Olympic team. Yeah. And, I mean, you know, see, see what I'm saying? Like, and, and, and that's what I'm just basically right. what I'm trying to reiterate is, like, women's soccer is, like, for real. Yeah, they, they, they should have been they should have been paying those women what the, they were paying the men for the men to not even make it out of group stage or not even make it to the Olympics those times. You know what I mean? Right. right. And, you know, shout out to, you know, the ladies that, you know, Mia Hamm and Brandy Chastain and all the other ones I can't remember when I was a kid, but they kind of paved that road for the for Carly Lloyd and Alex to- Morgan and all Abby these Wambach. ladies now. Abby Wambach, man, Abby Wambach, I remember her. She was she was the dominating force like Cristiano and Renato was oh, or yeah. is in the middle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, and and shout out to Carly Lloyd. She actually retired from yeah, the from the national team 
I think I saw that even it was yesterday or the day before. So yeah. she's she hung it up and it's a new era of women's I soccer. hope that you ladies out there or even the guys listening, get your daughters out there and hype them up, man. Get hype up, soccer, hype, hype yeah. them up. Let them they can do anything a man can do. And I, I feel like they can do it better at times. And that's just me. Because I do have nieces. And if you guys have sons, put them in soccer, man. We need, yeah. we need, we need I mean, some actual soccer players for the men's uh, soccer team. And, and I will say this right now. The team that we have coming up, the team that we we're building with Christian Pulisic and uh, scary good. Weston McKinney. <laughs> Nerve-wracking good. A sergeant. Yeah. Uh, you have these guys coming up. I mean, th- this is probably one of Serginho the best. Dest. Yeah, Dest. This is probably, honestly, one of the best uh, U.S. men's team that Tyler we've, Adams. we've ever seen. So the the Carlos Rodon the the fever for soccer in uh, the United States is starting to pick uh, up, man. So yeah, kudos. But yeah, man, you know it's it's exciting. You know, get your lady, get your girls out there, get your sons out there, change it up, let them play some uh, some soccer, some basketball, some baseball. No slander against football, but I've had you know. Four knee surgeries because of it. Shit. So I have never been the same. CTE as well. I mean, I just. Yeah, I'm sure CTE is in there. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not trying to say since everybody else is coming out with it. You know, I have it. But there's been times, dude, where I got my bell rung. Yeah. And I remember at Coronado, I got hit by a guy named William Shido. And I forgot the other guy, but they're a massive defensive lineman as a being a JV running back at Coronado. They hit me so hard in my DNA helmet. You remember those DNA helmets? They had the air bubbles. And I got hit so hard that four of them busted on the side of my temple. Literally knocked me out, and I had a concussion. I ended up lying about that concussion. I was supposed to be out for two or three weeks. Took a week off, missed the scrimmage, came back a little bit earlier. And, you know, I'm sure I've had more concussions. I just never reported it. But, you know, football's scary in its own way. You know, try something different. I forgot to tell you, I think last week that can see she's her uh, – Man, Mahomes has been playing rough. He did. I heard about his brother, Jason Mahomes. He made a disrespectful death on Sean Taylor when he made a TikTok video. Yeah, I don't know. Jackson Mahomes, dude, we got into him about, I think, like the first episode or second episode. I, I don't want to spend time I, talking Yeah, I don't want to waste Jackson. my time yeah, on that. The, the, dude's, the dude's a fucking TikTok star for dancing, you know. I don't know if he's if he's coming out more because his brother's not having success, so he's trying to keep the Mahomes name up, but... I don't care about the fucking kid. Let him dance. Let him do whatever. Act a fool. Look stupid. I don't care. Also, I have a soundbite that I'd like to play, and I'd like to give a shout-out after the soundbite. Here you go. What's up? You got to play a little closer to the mic. Uh, Shout-out to Bus, the Mus, World Bus, Tour Bus, Brandon Bustle. Brandon Bustle. Hey, you're a good man, dude. Hey, I appreciate the, the text, dude. You're a real one, man. I'd Ready? love to get you on the podcast on three. sometime. One, two, three. Tour bus. Tour bus. Tour bus. Tour bus. He fucking hated that. Yeah, he hated that shit. Hey, but shout out to that guy, though, dude. I mean, yeah, for real. Good fucking guy. I hope everything's going good for you, bus. Hey, thank you for showing me how to cut meat at Market Street. You know, setting me up those nights when you were working in the mornings and vice versa. We love you, man. And, you know, praying for you and your family. And, Hoping nothing but the best for you. Hey, and sometimes late at night when I'm laying in bed and I'm trying, str- I'm struggling to go to sleep. There's some nights that I uh, I reach my hand down into my head and I start rubbing my head and I think about those nights that you and Brig invited me over. We played some Madden with Brady. Those are some cool summer nights, man. Those I miss those nights. You know, those were those were dope. Thank you for taking me in and bringing me. 
bring me over to your house. I got to meet Brigger. Yeah, I, 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 a I cool went to guy. Yeah, he wants to go meet Briggs. And when I first started talking to Marissa, yeah, she brought yeah. Envy when Envy yeah. was a puppy. We were over down over there by on Quake on Frankfurt where yeah. he lived out. And I forgot we I used to party yeah. over there in high school. Yeah, but I remember she came to his house and. You know, we were all talking outside, and, you know, shout out to Bus, man. Yeah, Bus is a real one, man. You're hey, a good you're, guy, dude. Hey, like, hey, the famous words of Bud, uh, Bus, Bud. Oh, yeah, Bud. Listen, Bud. It was Our, that fucking He always bud. used to do this one, too. What's new? What's new? What's new? Shout out. Hey, but yeah, man. Good guy, Bus. dude. And, and you know another one? Shout out to Evan. You guys go check out the Moore Report. He comes out with those weekly. I think it was a little eight-minute clip over the weekend. Um, hey, and I will Evan say this. Evan Moore. I will say hell this. Hell of a guy, man. If you guys don't have a guy like Evan Moore in your league, your league sucks. We yeah, don't have guy, a guy like that in my dad's guy, league. The Our guy actually sucks. texted me for some fantasy advice, literally, yeah, like on the way over here. Man, he's a good And dude. I even asked him, like, you know, what do I do? I have DeAndre Hopkins. And let me read you the message he put. He sent me. Because oh, I have shit. DeAndre Hopkins going tonight. I'm kind of in those one of those pickles. And I said, I said, should I start DeAndre Hopkins? He hurt his hamstring, but he's playing tonight. I mean, when healthy, yes, but there are so many wep- weapons in Arizona. He said, knowing Hopkins, he'll either ball or play decoy for most of the game. If decoy, he'll still get a few shots deep. I think you're forced to play him. I agree, my friend. It's kind of one of those that's like, yeah, I got DeAndre Hopkins tonight. Oh, Terrible Jeez. Packers defense. Terrible, or not defense, but secondary. And yeah, secondary. There's so many mouths to feed there. A.J. Green, Christian Kirk. Rondell Moore, uh, Zach Ertz, James Conner, Chase Edmonds, names. you know, DeAndre Hopkins is kind of like, well, we can just use DeAndre to decoy tonight and then we'll feed everybody else. So I don't know what to do. But, uh, yeah, shout out to Buss. Shout out to Evan Moore. Brandon Bustle. Go check him out, ladies, if there's any lady listeners or any guys out there listening that have single That's sisters. a handsome devil right there, he I'll is. tell you that. He is. That's a that's a hoss right there. That's hoss mall. Yeah, boy. <laughs> All right, Hunter. Uh, uh, what you got for us on the uh, the World Series? Who do you who are you taking? Uh, Braves or the Astros? I'll take it Braves for sure. Cause uh, I hope the Braves win. Yeah, Fuck the Astros. Yeah, Astros are some cheaters. cheating pricks. They, Ooh. They, they, they lost yesterday. They said two. The Braves won game one, final one. They played game three at Braves. Yeah, they play tomorrow too, don't they? I Friday, just, yeah. February thirtieth. So, wait. I'm a fucking jackass. Friday, February 30th. Friday, October 30th. This guy had one beer. He's drunk, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, <laughs> just please. This, uh, this goddamn yingling. Please oh, bear with oh, us. Okay. Dang long. Technical difficulties. Dang long. Uh, I don't know it, where my head's at right now. Uh, it's spinning. Okay, Andy, I forgot to tell you. I saw you. I saw your tweet. about the Lakers. Uh, oh, yeah. I told Lakers. you. I told oh, you dude. guys about Russell Did you see Russ, Russell's stat line? He had like. 20 something points, 18. It was like eight. It was a triple double, but he also had 10 turnovers, so a quadruple double. Yeah, he had a quadruple. But did you see, what the fuck? Hey, did you see his shooting? His shooting is terrible. I told you guys, man. This is this is Westbrook at his. Finest. But check this out. I just saw a tweet uh, on the way over here that they're already starting to slander Damian Lillard. They said, look at Lillard's four, uh, first four games. He's shooting like 17 percent from the three point line, and he ended up what the tweeting. Fuck happened? Yeah. Saying, yeah, let's talk. Let, let's not talk about the nine years, the first nine years. I wish he would have tweeted, oh, keep fuck, that man. same energy because it's a long season. Yeah, I mean, we're I mean, five games in, four games in. It's relax. Damian Lillard, dude. I mean, I'm, a, I'm the biggest stand for Damian Lillard ever. I think he's like. I think he's better than Steph. I think he is. I'm, we're going to end the, the podcast better, right now, guys. Uh, Steph, thank you all for Steph tuning in. Steph is the better shooter, Stop. but 
Right now, I'd take Damian I'd Lillard take over Steph. Steph. I'd take any Steph day. Uh, any day of the week, between twice middle. on Sundays. Uh, i got to go with Lillard, man. The way I mean, Steph had a good support cast around him. So I mean, he's good. Steph Don't is get the, me wrong. one of the greatest no shooters of all against, time. Yeah, there's no slander, but when it came down, when it comes down to it, I'd rather have Dame. Dame just hit those shots, man. I take, I take, dude, Steph. What the heck? What's going on here? That's <laughs> like asking if I take LeBron or Kevin Durant. I take LeBron all day. I take Kevin Durant. Oh, what? Games? You take Kevin Durant. <laughs> Kevin Durant. <laughs> no, I'm just trolling. The guy had take, to leave nah, uh, OKC uh, to go to Golden State and then left Golden State to go to Brooklyn. So it's kind of like. It's different. Yeah, you know. uh, I was. I don't know. It's kind of hard there, but I really the last basketball game I have ever been to. I went to an OKC game. Was uh, Kobe Bryant and his farewell tour. Oh yeah. I so I'd that. like. I, I told people now that that'd be the last game I ever go to, but I would like to see LeBron. Well, let's go. Let's make a trip. Let's we get should. Hunter. Let's go. Let's get the girls. I agree. Let's yeah. go see uh, Denver Nuggets versus uh, Lakers game again. Yeah, and, I and like that to yes. commemorate uh, Kobe Bryant. R.I.P. Mamba. Mamba. Up. The GOAT, better than Jordan, better than James. Don't care what you He's say. He's my Jordan. So if I had a top – yeah, you know what? Let's throw this out there. Top five greatest basketball players of all time. Your top Kobe five. Bryant, Michael Jordan, LeBron James. Um, but uh, you got to throw in – and I, 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 and I just want to – I mean, if we're being technical, then obviously you would have uh, Wilt Chamberlain and um, I don't know, whoever else you could put in your top five. But for me – It'd probably be Tim Duncan, and then um, probably to round out my last top five. Uh, who am I going to go with here? Who am I going to end this with? And don't hate me for it. It's everyone. Everyone else's lists are different. Uh, but I'd go Dwayne Wade. That's mm, a sweeper. Uh, yeah, I don't know. What about you? I, I like Dwayne Wade, man. Shit. I'm, my number one is Steph Curry. Two is Kobe Bryant. Three is either Kitty and LeBron and the power four is going to be to dunk in at center and Shaq on them. But I like yeah, the second That's his though. top five. My top five would be Kobe Bryant. I'll never have anybody oh, yeah. before Kobe. Kobe's number one always. Kobe, regardless if he was alive and now he's dead, but even when he was alive, I was all about Kobe. Kobe oh, yeah. was, my, was my Jordan. So I'd go Kobe, one, LeBron, two, MJ, three, Probably Wilt Chamberlain four, and I, I would say maybe the way he changed the game, I'd I'd throw in Magic. I really mm, like being six foot nine back in the seventies, eighties, and the way he had the 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 handles and the ball skill and everything else. I mean, man. and that's no slander against Kareem Abdul-Jabbar either, but oh yeah, or Robert Parrish or any of those guys, Larry Bird, but I, I, I would I go. I would go or Bill Russell. Bill, yeah, Russell. Bill Russell. Yeah, he's. I, but I, I, I'd finish mine off with Magic Five and Bill Russell Six if I had to do a top six. Yeah, and I think so. Doris Burke has a quote, and I could be misremembering this, but she also said, um, "If you're going by the greatest of all time, she says that's incorrect. You need to do it by the greatest of the decades, and that's that's fair. That's true. That yeah. is. I mean, that so it'd be Kobe, LeBron, Jordan." I don't even know who my fourth was. And, and just what this an exciting it, time Wilt. for basketball. Oh, Wilt. Basketball yeah. is probably the best it's it, it's been in a very long time. It's it's, it's obviously getting very popular um, overseas. It's beginning. It's getting more popular in the United States, which I really appreciate because I love basketball, man. I think it's a great sport. It's a great team sport for sure. And uh, yeah, man, I'm super excited about the future of basketball and, and the talent coming in. I mean, you have Cade Cunningham. You've got. Um, 
You've got uh, all the young talent. John Morant. I mean, that guy, dude. Phenomenal. That that you, you, John Morant is what Russell Westbrook I mean, should have been, but isn't. And John Morant, man, he is. He's gonna be. He's gonna be a, a force it's to be reckoned with. I forgot to uh, who should be future basketball. And like LeBron's be gone. Luca. Who be future basketball? Luca. Luca. Luca has to be Giannis. I, I, I mean, yeah, Giannis. Be I mean, just me, Luca. Two-time, two what, two-time defensive player of the year? Or is it one-time? Nah, I think it's two-time. Like two or three-time, two. man. That guy's a monster. He's, got a, he's already two got time. a championship. The guy MVP. is MVP. I mean, I mean, and, and and that's not to slight Luka. I love Luka. He's another one of those young players that's just like, you know, he's going to really promote the game of basketball overseas, in-seas, in the States. The guy is... Stand is a up phenomenal, my, phenomenal. Stand up, my player. Slovenian people. Yeah, the, the Luca is is crazy, man. Luca's good, but that's no slight to him. No, I think Giannis slow, is just slow. that much better. I think Giannis is just undeniable at this point to be mm-hmm. uh, the front runner for the future of basketball. Bay. Look out for the uh, Lamelo. Lamelo, oh, yeah. another dude, one of those, yeah. another Lamello's, one of those young players that yeah, you know, they slandered that the fucking guy, man. But yeah. man, he's. He's and good. Zach Levine, he's I mean, better. He's better. Uh, Zach Levine, to I like casual Zach Levine, fans, man. The, the people right now are probably like, "Who is Zach Levine?" You're Do your fucking homework. Fun. Go look Zach, at him. Zach Levine is he's, he actually he's passed the truth, MJ man. for the most threes? Yes. Or like I think MJ, he's MJ's number six now, and what Levine's what five, or Levine's four and MJ's five now? Yeah. Yeah, for the most three pointers made in Bulls history. I mean, yeah, Levine, dude, I I love Levine since he's been on on the Bulls. Yeah. You know, even so. do you remember when he was in uh, Minnesota? Oh yeah, the Timberwolves. Oh yeah, man. I mean, Levine. Yeah, Anthony yeah, Edwards, another name to look out for. Another great Darren Fox. You have Luca, Lamelo, Kate Cunningham. Shit, Lonzo's got, been doing good lately too. Ever um, since that move from Chicago. Obama. Obviously, you've got the the monster Colin uh, Sexton. Zion. Obama. Sexton. Obama. Sexton is great. Sexton's really good. Uh, Spire. Uh, Spire. Uh, oh, Mitchell. John Morant. Yeah, Mitchell. Yeah. I mean, uh, Donovan Mitchell. The game of basketball. Right now, Shaw, uh, Shea, Giljanis, Alexander. Um, what else we got? A bunch of. A I bunch mean, the of young talent, talent in the talent. league is just is just through the roof, man. Yeah. Oh yeah, how about t- baseball? They beat Texas Rangers. Oh yeah, the the Texas Tech baseball team beat the Rangers, fourteen eleven. Fourteen eleven in twelve innings. They did a twelve inning game, and it was like some of the Rangers' up and coming prospects, and they oh. came to Lubbock. Played at Rip Griffin, Dan Law Field Park, whatever it's called. Screw that. I want Mississippi State. I saw the rings. Do you see the rings on Twitter? What do they call them? Uh, The dogs. Yeah, the dog. Oh, oh, oh. I don't know, man. Dirty dogs or something. Yeah, yeah, their rings look sick, man. Shout out to Mississippi State. Hey, shout out to Mississippi State. I liked them when they had Dak. So before he says I'm standing Mississippi State, blah, blah. We we supported Mississippi State when we sucked back at Tech, and we were rooting for them because they had Dak Prescott and – uh, I was obviously I was disheartened when he went to the Cowboys, mm. and honestly, man, uh, the the Dak Prescott is one of the most pol- polarizing uh, figures inside of Cowboys uh, fandom because man, I I work with a bunch of Cowboys fans and I ask them all the time, do you guys like Dak or Tony? And I kid you not, at least eighty percent of those answers are always Tony. You guys don't deserve Dak. What the fuck? Yeah, they always say they'd rather take Tony on this team, or Tony was better just in general. I'm like, you guys are smoking no. crack cocaine. He he he's got Adrian Prime. He got them eight and eight, seven and nine, six and ten. 
Nine and seven years. There's no way to statistically wise, yes, maybe in the fourth quarter, but overall QB wise, no. Fucking Dak Prescott yeah, all the way. Man, that's what I'm saying. They don't. You deserve, Cowboys they fans. Don't Dak. Are you guys even really fucking Cowboys fans? And then these people were talking about one in particular. I'm not going to mention his name because his brother listens to the podcast. He said he'd rather have Tony Romo than Troy Aikman. What the fuck? And Troy Aikman's a great, like, I don't know, man. He won, he won three Super Bowl rings. I don't know. I mean, Cowboys fans are they're a different breed yeah, for sure, man. They uh they they come out when they start winning, but when they start losing, they they go back to their go their, to Chiefs, baby. Let's go Chiefs. <laughs> yeah, the, uh, yeah, Texas Tech Chiefs. Yeah, we're gonna hide for a little bit until they win one more game and see what's going on. But yeah, I don't know. I think that's the reason why I don't like the Cowboys is because of Cowboy fans. It's the, oh, the yeah. most hit. I think that's the one's problem with the Cowboys, though. I, but I, I am a Cowboys fan this year because I got yeah. Ezekiel Elliott. I really like Zeke a lot. I really wish I would have got Amari Cooper or C.D. Lamb or even Dak Prescott. I was pretty upset about that. But the Cowboys got a bright future. They got a they got a good quarterback at the helm under the center. You know that can take them and lead them places. So you know I hope he does it. And I wish Dak nothing but the best. But yeah. Because I heard I was named uh, Cowboys. They want a good quarter. Sean Davis' brother has seven picks. Did yeah, you? Trayvon Diggs. He has two pickups. But I have a friend. I not get a name. I have a friend says, Karomo is better than Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Oh, this is breaking just now as I'm scrolling scrolling through uh, Twitter. 49 minutes ago, Shohei Otani wins Player's Choice Award for Player of the Year. Shout out. As he should. Yeah. He's the face of baseball. Yeah. Oh, sorry, Tony. Oh, yeah, he is. We talked about that in one of the episodes. Yeah. Yeah, like, we the first one. Otani, man. I, 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 you were asking me who's uh, – I forgot what it was. We got to go back and fact check it. But I just, absolutely. You were asking me something about, you know, who's the face of baseball and, or who who did this, who did that. And I was like, oh, dude, it's Otani. And, yeah, yeah, I remember you said yeah. that. So, yeah, shout out to Otani. Congrats. An he's Asian a- brother of ours. Even though he's a different type of Asian, he's an Asian brother of ours. So <laughs> – you know. Oh yeah. All right, Hunter. What else you got for us, man? I want to. I want to hear some more things that you got going on. Well, inside that brain of yours. <laughs> I'm ready to go home and get my Packers gear on because yeah, I see Hunter I, 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 over I, I, here. I, I, I got Rogers right now. Yeah, we need to uh, wrap this up. But yeah, you got his Aaron Rodgers jersey on, dude. Who I'm, got I'm you that for Rogers, Christmas? Maybe. Uh, last week I won five football. Oh, okay. Then that. And <laughs> <laughs> who's a better running back? This is a question for both you guys. Marshawn Lynch, Derrick Henry. Oh, fuck. That's a fucking kick in the balls of Derrick Derrick Henry hands down Okay That's a Derrick Henry Or e- Frank Gore Frank Nah Gore's Frank Gore was just He was like a testament to just endurance And Frank Gore is just And like, father time like, Yeah Frank Gore is a, is a freak uh, I don't even know who, who Who's in Derrick Henry's conversation Are we talking like Derrick Henry could be like One of the greatest about, about Aaron Peterson? I forgot about him. Oh, yeah. Adrian Peterson or Derrick Henry? Prime Peterson. Mm, I, Prime Peterson all the way. Just because of the Purple sheer, Jesus? Just because I felt like, yeah, man. I mean, when Peterson was in there he, and he, he was, was in his prime, the dude could rush for 300, 200 yards easily. Yes. Easily, anytime we he wanted can. to. I will counter you, and I will. Defenses I will go were Derek Henry. Defenses are were harder back in the day. Were hard. That was football when they were taking each other's heads off. Yes, they weren't as many flags. Defenses were were more fierce. I mean, the, the tackling and the hitting and everything else about it back in back in the day was a lot more fierce now. 
or back back then than it is now. To be fair, to your point, I kind of agree with you. Just because defenses now are so hybrid in in terms of players, like you hit somebody too hard, uh, it's unnecessary roughness. You, you like hit them in their more, knees. <laughs> uh, they're more you, built on speed and not power. You're aiming at. And him. Adrian Peterson, if he played in today's like modern football, and his prime, right now, oh, he'd tear prime, it up. Dude. Oh yeah, he'd, he'd be the greatest running back of all time. He would surpass Walter Payton or Emmitt Smith's rushing record easily. But easily. I'll take Derrick Henry. Oh, no, I'd got to go AP. Uh, then that's no disrespect to Derrick Henry, but AP was just one of those running backs that, you know, if he didn't get hurt or maybe he was on a better team, you know, not even because Barry Sanders. But I don't know. I'd go AP. That's just me. AP fair, in his prime. Fair. AP in his prime was one of those that, yeah, you didn't want to fucking see him. And I hated playing against Minnesota. Anytime we went there or they came to the Lambeau and Green Bay, it was just different. Curious. Jamar Chase, Devontae Adams. Oh, Devontae Adams, easily, hands down. Uh, and that's no knock against Jamar Chase, but right now, I mean, it's, it's Devontae Adams. He's the number one receiver in my book. You know, then it'd probably be DeAndre Hopkins, maybe, and then Cooper Cup mm, is up there. Yeah. Then I, and you know, I, I even if I had a top five, it'd be Devonte Adams, DeAndre Hopkins, Cooper Cup. I'd even throw Jamar Chase at number four, and then Ooh. to round out the number five would be AJ Brown over Julio because Julio hadn't done shit. And AJ Brown, Allen? Keenan Allen, Keenan Allen. I don't know. I mean, yeah, right I mean, I could, I could, I could throw Keenan Allen in there, but I don't know. I really, I mean, ah, uh, yeah, AJ Brown's kind of a stretch. I throw in Antonio Brown. Antonio Brown was just different, though. He was different. It's, it's just it's unfortunate that he was a yeah. So my a top five, you know, my top five: Devontae Adams, DeAndre Hopkins, Cooper Cup, Jamar Chase, and and uh, Antonio Brown. I'd like that. You'd go and Jamar it, Chase I, over Antonio. You wouldn't go Antonio Brown then Jamar. Nah, because Jamar's that good. Damn. And that's just me. You guys don't like it. Sheesh. Sheesh. Kick rocks. But no, nah, yeah. Who's your? Who'd be your top five right now? Yeah. Right now, then. Yeah, right now. Be honest. All right, Hunter, you go first. Let me think of something. I'm going to take a pause. Ooh, I'm thinking. Damn, I'm trying to think. Okay, I'm going one, and I'll get first three instances. I'll copy what you said. First three. Uh, four is, um, uh, like, say, say, sorry, I had to take up my hand. Five is, uh, Allen, Kate Allen. Yeah, that's a good top five. That's a good top five. Oh, we're back to me. I, I didn't have time to think. Uh, I'm sure I, your top three are going to be the same top three as ours. I mean, well, I got Devontae Adams, yeah, yeah. DeAndre Hopkins, yeah. Cooper and Cup. obviously Cooper Cup because, yeah, I mean Cooper Cup right now is just, I mean the guy's it is ridiculous. Yeah, um, probably Keenan Allen, and then respectable Ryan. Yeah. Uh, uh, rounding out my fifth spot. Um, oh, 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 Mike Evans. I forgot his name. Nah, nah. I'd rather have Stephon Diggs than Mike Evans. I forgot about that name. Oh man, I'm just trying to think of somebody who can just catch anything, everything, does everything. Man, I'm striking out. Ah, oh, dude. I mean, that's just you know that, what? There's the, that, and, and this, that just shows you how many great receivers there are, though. This yes. is no slight, and y'all can hate me if you want. Ceedee Lamb. Oh, dude, CeeDee Lamb, I have no slander against CeeDee Lamb. I know, yeah, it's just The fucking guy catches everything. He's he's good. He's so fast. You know who was one of Actually, those? Actually, whoa, did we just forget Tyreek Hill? Ooh. Oh, oh I, I mean, he's oh, just I mean, I, man, I don't know, man. I like Tyreek, but he's, is, he more, is he more of a physically gifted receiver, kind of like Dez? He's versus, one of those. Versus a technical receiver? He's just one of those that he's a better Wes Welker. He's a faster Wes Welker. 
Mm. Wes Walker oh, oh, caught wait, everything that's across fair. the middle. That's fair. And that's no knock against how little they are or how fast they're. I mean, I, I, I've seen that. Wes Walker. Oh, but oh, uh, David Dona. He just wasn't as fast. Mm. I, I mean, Welker. Who was another small receiver out there before the, our time? Before our time? Yeah. Randall I mean, Cobb. Randall had, Cobb. Wes Welker. You had uh, uh, Austin Colley. Uh, yeah. Julian yeah, you remember Colley? Yeah, and Edelman. I mean. And Austin Colley actually, like. Pretty much just got his head taken off every I mean, Sunday. What if that was football? What <laughs> man? Oh, uh, Marvin Harrison. I mean, oh, yeah, Marvin Harrison was five eleven, six foot. Yeah, a little bit taller than Tyreek Hill. Tyreek's five ten. He's like a you know what I mean. Right. I yeah. mean, and that's no and that's no knock against Tyreek. It's just, I guess, I guess it, it would be Patrick Mahomes throwing him the ball. He has not pitched this year. You know what I'm saying. I don't know, and that's just—it's a tough one. But yeah, I don't know. That—that—that's my top five. So oh, six, six, six. But yeah, man, I think that we should. Uh, what do you think? Wrap it up. We got this game. Yeah, oh, yeah I'm ready to go see my nieces, I wanna, man. I want to go play the spike ball. So uh, yeah, let's try uh, the spike ball you know, for a little bit. Um, I gave some encouraging words last uh, to end the episode. So I'm gonna leave that up to you guys now. I think we should just end the end it with that and leave the people with like, hey. You know, we hope you are nothing but the best. Go, but go ahead. Whoever wants to go ahead, go ahead. Honor, you got anything? Well, I say take each one of y'all listen to on this uh, podcast. I know you hear me starting talking like crazy, like Spanish, like by calling me like those names. They give me a hard time. I'm not get on emotional or sadness or crying or like that. I'm going to say again, I want to say take each one of y'all listen to me or my brothers. It's yeah, like being mixed to us. Like, I'm means not, a lot. I'm not like, give myself a tear. I'm not do that. It's like, I feel blessing. Like, who text my brother on the phone? Call my brother. Text my text him on my phone. I'm not getting my, my number out or my brother's numbers out. They text my brothers, my family. Like, tell us, thank you. Tell them I love you. I said, nah, I thank you. I love you. I'm sure blessed. Thank you. Yeah, uh, thank you guys for all tuning in. I'll get you all next week on a, a very heartfelt message. I start overnights next week, um, but I don't go in until 7. Oh? So we're good. So we're, we're going to be on I schedule be for sleepy. next week. I will be sleepy, but yeah, normal schedule. Uh, I should have this uh, podcast out, uh, updated. I'll probably do it, honestly, today is the 28th. I'll probably do it over at the house for a little bit. It's not very hard. I just got to mess with it. So it should be posted by the end of tonight. Uh, anyways, yeah, you go. guys are awesome. Take care. Thank you, Bustle. Thank you, Evan. Uh, Michael Rodriguez. Hey, man, I know you said that you tune in. You've been listening. Shout out, Mike. Uh, shout out Chill. to you, dude. Uh, maybe we can get a podcast together. I'd love to hey, talk Drew. about video games. I'm, I'm a huge Drew. game shout guy. Shout out to Drew. You never uh, walk away. Shout out to Drew. And hey, you know what, guys? And this is me. This is my final signed off, sign off. I'll see you guys next time. Uh, peace out from Titson. I'm a hundred. Um, uh, peace out. Have a good night. Peace. There we go. And. I guess they saved the the best for last. Uh, this is Anthony. I'm ready to go see my nieces. Go pack, go! Thank you guys for listening. You guys be careful out there. Have a wonderful weekend. If, you know, tell your loved ones you love them. Tell people you may not know. Hey, hope you're having a good day. Keep your head up. You guys stay safe. Have a good, happy Halloween. Happy Halloween from us to you. Oh yeah, happy Halloween. Halloween. Have a good one.